Let's check up. Let's check up. Pull up a chair for the midweek checkup now. Welcome to the midweek checkup. My name is Lindsay Blair, and I'm here with Bobby Gillis. This past Sunday, Pastor Scott Long preached the gospel of God's kingdom from John 17 on becoming one for the mission. Pastor Scott is the lead church planner of Highview Central, the new church in South Central Louisville that we sent Michael and Jordan Miller to help lead. I thought it was a beautiful service. The liturgy, the worship, the sermon, and being able to pray together over the Millers as we send them on. Our mission here is to reach people with the gospel, build them up as the church, and send them into the world. The sending part is so bittersweet. I'm excited to see what the Lord has in store for the Millers, but they will be missed. Bobby, before we recap the sermon, do you have any general thoughts? Yeah, uh, I loved his story about the conversation he had with the retired police officer. They came into the conversation with serious disagreements, but they spent time together and got to know each other as friends, and in that context, share more about where each was coming from. He said, proximity breeds empathy and distance breeds suspicion. Now for anyone who missed the sermon or needs help remembering, let's do our quick recap. All right. The sermon began by noting that God's design for his church is that we would be a fulfillment of Jesus's prayer in John 17, that we would be one just as God the Father is one with God the Son. This prayer is known as the high priestly prayer. But when we look at the American church today, we don't see a fulfillment of this prayer. As Martin Luther King said over 50 years ago, the most segregated hour of the week in America is Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. God is calling us today to be a visible demonstration to the world of the power of the gospel to unite people, not just to God, but to each other. As Ephesians 2 says, Jesus makes his church into one new person by his blood. Our identity in Christ supersedes all of our other identities. Just as Christ left all the comforts and privileges of heaven to seek and save us, he wants us to be on this same mission, crossing whatever lines separate us, race, class, nationality, all of the lines that divide and set people against each other. And one of the best ways to do this is by planning churches, just as we are helping to do by sending Michael and Jordan Miller and helping to support Highview Central. This is hard to do, but the urgency of the mission is greater than our need to be comfortable, and our unity is critical to this mission. Tony Evans defines unity as oneness of purpose, not sameness of being. Unity is not about uniformity. It's not about getting together with people who look the same, talk the same, and act the same. We do this naturally. It doesn't take the work of the Holy Spirit to produce uniformity. The Spirit works to produce unity among people who wouldn't otherwise want to be together. So we can ask ourselves, do our relationships require the Holy Spirit to pull them off? Pastor Scott said, before Martin Luther King had a dream, Jesus had a prayer. This prayer and this vision reflect the unity, diversity, and harmony of our great God, the Trinity of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The Trinity exists as co-equals. The Trinity is humbly for each other. The Trinity has enjoyed intimate fellowship from the beginning, and the Trinity is focused on our salvation. Pastor Scott ended by saying that the gospel makes former enemies into not just friends, but family. Like never before, our world needs the church to be what Jesus shed his blood for her to be, 
a unified, diverse family on mission to bring hope and reconciliation to the world. We've got a holy mission, and we can either be a bridge to that mission or a barrier. Amen. This coming Sunday, we'll begin a sermon series called Questions from God. This series will seek to answer the questions, what does God think about us given what we've done and what has been done to us? How does God respond to our sin and suffering? What is his posture towards us and what does that mean for our posture towards each other? The answers we'll discover will reveal the character and heart of God to a people burdened by guilt and fatigue. Join us and bring a friend.